Morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Coveted hour here on 590 The Fan. The midday grind going until 1 o'clock. Martin Kilcoin in studio. The Kirkwood Studios. Beautiful Tuesday April 2nd, the sun's out. Be a great day for home opener. Unfortunately, that is on Thursday. And the text topic, which will be the text we'll get to that Brian doesn't read, not that Martin doesn't read. That's my new thing. Someone else's fault. Correct. I request the text. They come in. Then I find out later people are bitter because Charlie didn't read them. Hoff didn't read them. But if you were the Cardinals today... Would you just go ahead and move the yes. opener to Friday? I haven't seen the full forecast outside of just news and the logo when it has a rain cloud on it and water's falling off it. So that's if <laughs> the that's, little icon is all you've yes disseminated. I'm assuming that means rain all day. If that's the case, I mean you can't do any of the pomp and circumstance if the field gets wet, right? You can't put the trucks out on the or the Corvettes, whatever they drive now, on the warning track. You can't have. Aged ball players. Well, and to be fair, I was going to say some of this is you have older players, and there's always yes. a little bit of an awkwardness. They're hop- they, and the Cardinals have done a great job because they'll have either a ladder, they've got somebody to assist them. But still, I remember watching Red get out of those things, and I would just be, oh boy, please, everybody. You know, older people tend to fall. It happens. Older no, it's true. Tend to fall. No, I don't think that's a ridiculous Stephen A. Skip Bayless statement. Just the way you put it. But it does happen, so you get a little nervous. So if anything, you want to prevent it. If you have a chance to have a beautiful day for your home opener on a Friday, even better. And that's why that day is sitting there. If you have bad weather on Thursday, you just bump it a day back. Plus, and this shouldn't be a factor, but Cardinals are in Pittsburgh Wednesday night. They get back late that night. Granted, you're flying on a chartered plane. You stay at the Ritz. It's fine. I get it. But if, if. The weather's going to be crappy. And I would wait. I get it. They'll probably wait till tomorrow because you want to wait and see for sure. You don't want to just go by a forecast. Oh, game's canceled. And then we're all sitting here on Thursday like, wow, they they were wrong. I, I can't remember when that ever happened before. They got the, the prediction was wrong. It's actually a beautiful day. So you wait a little bit longer. Some fans might complain because they're coming from out of town or they took the day off. I understand that. It's a Friday, though. But wouldn't you? You're probably taking Friday off anyways if you're coming from out of town. Where's Chuck? Nobody works this week anyway. It's the home opener week, so you sort of mail it in the whole week. The whole week. Because really, these couple of days, you're getting ready for the home opener, and then the day after, you're recovering, so nobody's working anyway. So if you were the cards, wouldn't you just automatically bounce if you know it's going to be bad weather? Again, you wait till tomorrow, but I think that's the obvious move. And if you're a fan... Would you care? And I think the answer is no. 855-282-8255 here on the Midday Grind. Tuesday edition of the program. Kenny Wallace is coming up at 1230. We'll talk a little racing, a little Redbirds, a little redneck activity. We do that every Tuesday with the uh, pride of Arnold, Missouri, Kenny Wallace. On on this show, 
I think uh, my character has been assassinated quite a bit by both Hoff and Charlie. and Never. Told I'm a terrible person. I'm a terrible dad. I didn't say you're a terrible dad. I say you just... Hold on a second. You changed very different subjects there. There's character assassination, then they're telling you that you're a bad person. I did not say that. I've never said that you're a terrible dad. I just said that you're probably a I may have had some I don't think we've ever said you're a bad dad. Okay, I'm sorry. Take that back. Maybe, you know... You guys are up back and up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We just think you're a terrible person. Yes. To be fair. You seem like a good dad. But one of the things you guys always point out is don't be corrector guy and don't chime in so the other day in milwaukee we go out to eat we're riding a lift back from the restaurant to the hotel what restaurant did you go to went to mater's the german restaurant downtown my photographers german heritage said can we get some good german food i said there's one place left there used to be a bunch of them milwaukee but mater's is the old school place it's been around since the early 1900s our waitress appeared to have been around since the early 1900s. It was you see now that you see that right but, there. That's where you are a rude, terrible person. That's where I, that comes. I from. wish I was exaggerating. <laughs> I wish I was exaggerating. I think she was an original waitress <laughs> with the place, and she had sort of lost her ability to charm and provide that German. It was just kind of like, what are you having? Tannehill. I mean, she could have been the, the Dolphins play-by-play person. It was a very. Uh, Generic shot. Sour Broughton, here you go. Sour crowd. Here's your beer. Here's the weird thing. On the way out at Mater's, which is right downtown Milwaukee, real close to the arena, the Fiserv Forum, and it used to be the Bradley Center and all of that. But it lists all the famous people that have eaten there. John Wayne, Paul Newman. They spell Paul Newman's name wrong. Good. Then they put Def Leppard. They spell Def Leppard wrong. <laughs> And in the middle of all this, they spelled deaf correctly. They spelled deaf correctly, but leopard incorrectly. They well, like, did they wait, spell it like the animal? They spelled it like the animal instead okay. of L E P P A R D. But which, they spelled the deaf. Uh, the I believe they went D E F. Yeah, they didn't way. do D E A F. They did not do that. Wow! Of all the things to screw up, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't going to. There was a lot, it. a that's lot incredible. of misspelling. So I. That's not why I was corrector guy. I didn't go over and say, "Hey, you misspelled Paul Newman." I don't care. But they also list. Kid Cudi, who's a more recent uh-huh. rapper, I guess, so they're updating their list. But anyway, we get in this lift, and the lady driving just is a talker. Eh, not really interested, to be honest, because I'm a rude, terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> but she's talking about how she used to have a restaurant, and she's going to open a new restaurant, but she hates Well, I'm not a big fan of yours either. Thank you. But she's going to move to Madison, and I was thinking, I could chime in. I used to live there. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to chime in. Wow. Just a lot of talking. There, wow. There wasn't room for any rebuttal. Are, those just like, are you just giving one word answer? Like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, yes, Milwaukee's nice. I yep, was. Here for a ball game. Uh-huh. Sounds good. It was like yep, a lot of my Dexter Fowler interviews last year. Like, hey, you getting ready? Yep, ready to go. What else? I'm like, oh, okay, interview's over. So I was chiming in You're politely. You're staring at your phone to make it known from a... From a body language standpoint, that you were not no. to talk, weren't you? She was driving. The photographer and I were in the back seat. We had just experienced a fine German cuisine. I was ready for a coma at that point. But she's talking so much, I'm watching. She's going to miss her turn. But she's the Lyft driver, right? She's got the GPS hooked up and all that. So I'm thinking, I shouldn't correct the professional, quote-unquote, professional driver, right? Uh, uh- so I didn't say anything. Uh-huh. I just sat there and said, maybe she knows what she's doing. Maybe she's going to swerve violently at the last second. <laughs> God only knows because she's talking so damn much. Misses the turn, and it's on a highway, and now we're going south on a different highway. And I said, I think uh, I think we wanted to go straight back there. 
oh, yeah, you're right. That, that's no big deal. We'll just recorrect it on the GPS here. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of a big deal because I pay more. kind of have to get up at 6, 7 a.m. tomorrow. I kind of wanted to get back. So I didn't go corrector guy. And I have to be honest, I, I regretted it. Is it different? Are you able to be corrector guy when you're in a lift? Is that different than being on the air with a co-host? It's weird, yes, but I don't know what, like how close to the turn do you have to be before you're a corrector guy? Or do you just go, 94, stay straight? Or they're like, you know, I think we turned here before. But I have to say, because she was talking so damn much, I think she forgot and wasn't paying attention. Am I a rude person? No, I think it's fine. In this instance, no. How about in this? I think in this instance, it's fair. Also, Thank because you. if she missed the turn, that does kind of, Validates. not a lot, but it does kind of raise the rate of your lift ride now. Because she's. I think it was already prepaid, right? So was it's, it? it's okay. her problem, right, okay. at that point. And that, but she was like, oh, it's no big deal. We'll just cut over here and we'll cut over here. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's no big deal. Anyway, doesn't matter. I just wanted to know, since I'm always called out for being corrector guy, if it's allowed. In that situation. We are a hot country. This is a hot yes. White House. We got a lot of big issues in this country. Hey, this hour also brought to you by Appliance Discounters. They have six area locations. You've heard the commercials with Denise and her brother, Tony, and they're simply astounded. Ten years ago is when it began, the two of them, and then Denise said to her husband, John, he's a retired police officer. He said, we're doing, what are we doing? We're doing, she said, we're opening an appliance store. And we're going to get the big names at the lowest prices. And, in fact, it works so well. There's now six area locations. You have St. Charles, South County, Baldwin, Webster Grove, City of St. Louis, also Fairview Heights, Illinois. TheAppliancedisCounters.com is the website for all your appliance needs, refrigerator, stove, oven, washer, dryer. In fact, you can just get a dryer. You can just get a washer. You don't have to get a washer and dryer. Most do. Stop by and see them and let them know you were listening to 590 The Fan. Again, the search begins online at theappliancediscounters.com. Mike Shannon is famous for saying it, that you go to the ballpark, and the reason he's still interested in going to games after all these years, because he says you might see something you've never seen. I think yesterday's game in Pittsburgh was close to that. Yes. It was almost like the 2002 All-Star game where they were about to be out of players. And to the point, we're watching the game, and Rich Gould said, I hope this thing goes 20 innings. I want to see what's going to happen. At some point, maybe Jack Flaherty is playing the outfield. Miles Michaelis, your next starting pitcher in this series, might have to do some hitting. I don't know. You were almost at that point. I mean, Molina playing third was fantastic theater. On top of the fact, it was April 1st. It made it better. And lost in all of that was it's a great comeback. You're down 4 nothing. So you really got to you got to break it down. First wave of the game, Wainwright, disappointing. Four innings, four runs. Looks like the Wainwright we've seen in the last couple of years who has struggled. I think Cardinal fans who were a little nervous about him being in the rotation, right, rightly so, are thinking that the leash has got to be real short. And we, we've given Mike Schultz credit because he has said he's my number five starter. He's not in the top four. He's pitching the fifth game of the year. So they've already made it clear where he is in the rotation. But I did you see anything there to change your opinion? No. About, and he went four. They had action in the pen in innings one and two. John Brebbia got up like eight times. Yes, yeah. So the leash was short, and there was some sincere concern about what he had. 
And then the comeback, Colton Wong homers again. His third of the season gets you to 4-2. The tying hit in the eighth inning is Tyler O'Neill, who does strike out a lot, but the guy, he could hit. Biggest hit at the biggest hit of the whole day was in the ninth. Jose Martinez does nothing but hit, pinch hit, double, ties it up at five. But with the Cardinals, they have these comebacks. And as you're watching, I think you have that feeling. Well, if they don't go ahead here, they're they're just not gonna that 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 maybe is every fan base, but I think especially with Cardinal fans in recent years, you say, Oh, this comeback, this is great. They tied it up, but oh boy, how are we gonna lose it? Oh boy. Bottom half, Pirates are probably gonna probably gonna go back on top, which they did in the bottom of the eighth. That was the bad part. After tying it at four, gave up a home run in the bottom of the eighth. But then you end up in that eleventh. Matt Carpenter gets thrown out. God, Who do you blame more? Quick that was a bit. Of I a think quick as hook. much as we get frustrated with Carp griping about strike zone or umpire decisions, I think in that instance, and Jim Edmonds said it on the broadcast, he said, "What really bothers me." is the home plate umpire threw out a player for what he said to the third base umpire. Yes. It did seem overly sensitive. I don't know if we've even heard. Did the commission reference it earlier today? Because in the post game on television, I didn't see Matt Carpenter talking. I would like to know because I saw his, I read his lips right after he got tossed. And he said, for what? So I don't know exactly what he said, but that was really a bad moment, especially when you had nobody left other than Matt Wieters, which made for great, great conjecture. What do you do? What do you do? When I think Schilt knew all along, hey, Yachty could probably play third. Now, Paul DeYoung said in the postgame, Yachty can play anywhere on the field. <laughs> he does have sort of that Chuck Norris myth, the myth about him. Is that from an ability standpoint or is that a I'm Yachty or Molina and I can kind of do whatever I want standpoint? Like he just makes his own decisions yeah. or abil- I think he was saying ability wise, but what you're referencing may not be that far off <laughs> where he announces I'll play center today he, and they go they call him the odd father. So does he kind of have godfather rule? He just kind of dictates I'm playing center today. Oh, okay. For how long? I honestly, I honestly was so disappointed. It was a great double play ball ends the game. And at that point you got to end the game. It's a huge – you needed that badly. It's only April. If you'd lost, it's not a tragedy. It, it doesn't matter. It's only the fifth game of the season. It's the fifth game of the season. But you sort of needed that after what happened in Milwaukee. Man, but if you're J.B. Shuck, you're, you have an, an on-base below 300 in your career. And for Clint Hurdle as manager. This is the question. Aren't you giving him an, – and I say this as an ardent anti-buntite. Correct. I hate the bunt. But if you have a third baseman who has never played third base professionally, probably hasn't played third base given his family lineage since he was a kid, if at all, ever. Aren't you just, like, look, just bunt it down the third base line and just see what happens. Just Any chance they didn't do it because they thought that's just kind of... Is it unwritten rule? Yeah, unwritten rule. It's bad baseball. It's sort of a cheap way that to get on base. my mind, but look, if there's a game this year, Cardinals-Cubs and some hijinks happens, and Contreras or Kyle Schwarber ends up playing third late, and it's a one-run game or a tie game. I think you have to. And if it's not Paul Goldschmidt batting, I'm saying you bunt down the third baseline and see what Correct. happens. Correct. I, th- I think you'd, in that situation, 
You have to lay one once down. Once it was past that, it was hitters who you want to who if you're the Pirates, you want swinging the bat. Guys like Sterling Marte, you don't want bunting. See, I I think you brought up his family. I'm actually going to toss this one. I'm going to throw this one around because Yachty's the youngest of two brothers who both played catcher. He grew up not playing ever actually getting to play catcher with his brothers. Therefore, he's got some experience out of the field. He didn't get the chance no, to catch. No, he actually oh. wasn't playing catcher because his older brothers were always taking the equipment and going behind the plate. Therefore, he had to work around. That's why we see him out there taking grounders out in the field like he is a regular uh, infielder instead of just a catcher. He's got multiple talents because he had to adapt. And I say this, there, there's a hidden agenda behind this. Sometimes games especially this early, can can reach a level of ridiculous or maybe the outcome won't bother you so much if it goes... I'm, I'm sorry, Russell Martin. If it goes the other way, I wanted to see it. I wanted to see Yachty field something oh, at sure. third base. For sure. And I know very well... Like lay down a bunt and see if he can make the play. Barehanded, try to the legend the first. Would, the legend yes. of Yachty grows. Yes. Oh, my God, if he barehanded like a bunt like that... And, and just, just throws like, a missile to Goldsmith. Like, puts it on yes. just like... <laughs> I, got, I think that would be amazing. I wanted to see a ground ball to third and see if he could make turn the double play to second. I right. wanted to see that. I would then demand a grounder competition between Yachty at third and Johnny Peralta at shortstop because I think it'd be honestly, I think it'd be a fight. What so are the saying. odds you see Molina at third again this year? Low, really, Very really low. low. But but you know now if you get into sort of a weird circumstance, you almost never do that where you take your backup catcher off the bench. But I feel like they may be in a situation just one more time where Schilt would say, well, you know what we do there? We put Molina at third. I think it could happen. Uh, cards get that win. They're off today. They'll play in Pittsburgh tomorrow night. Then the home opener is scheduled for Thursday. By the way, the Brewers won another thriller. They get a run in the top of the ninth to beat the Reds. Guess who? Ryan Braun driving in. Christian Yelich, car, the uh Brewers win in Cincinnati. The Brewers are four and one. They will the not. Cubs are one and three. Will not be announcing their magic number anytime soon. The Cubs were kicking. I didn't see the final number. They had six errors. Six errors. Was that the final number? Yes. They had six errors at one point. And some of them were really bad looking. <clears throat> like you should know better. They appear to be off to a clearly off to a worse start. Not just record wise, but optics. You know, they lost in Texas on Sunday. They scored like 10, 11 runs and lost. They're scoring runs. Their pitching has been terrible. Last night in Atlanta, their defense was terrible. At one point, Anthony Rizzo just dropped the ball out of his glove on a routine grounder where all he had to do was step under the bag to beat the runner at least, or at least flip to Hendricks. The ball hit the ground. He picked it up with his hand and tried to flip it to Kyle, who was running to cover the bag. Probably had almost no chance of getting the out. The ball had so much air under it that it went into the dugout. It was nowhere near Hendricks, and he got two airs on that one play. For the life of me... It's so anti-Cub uh, under Madden to, to play that way. I wonder if they're now uptight because they used to be the loose team. They decided they were having too much fun and they needed more structure. And this year you might see a really tightly wound Cubs team. Also, on Monday night, the Blues went in in a shootout, a game they led to nothing. It goes back to our, because Carpenter gets thrown out, it's a bad thing, but it leads to a fun thing, which is seeing Molina at third. The Blues had a two-zip lead in the third period, and they blew that. That's a bad thing. Giving up a goal in the final minute, that's bad. But it led to some thrilling shootout hockey. The Blues get the only goal in the shootout. It was Ryan O'Reilly against his former team, Colorado. It is a win against Stan Kroenke's Avalanche. They sweep Colorado. 
in the season series. Arizona very thankful because they wanted Colorado to lose that game. They did get a point out of it. But the Blues now are tied with Nashville. Remember, there was always that extra game. Well, the Blues have three left. Nashville has three left, and they both have 94 points. So the Blues are still right there in terms of getting home ice Outside against Nashville. shot at winning the division? Two yeah. points behind Winnipeg. The Winnipeg holds the tiebreaker with regulation overtime wins, but still. Got a chance. Got a chance. You kept pace because Winnipeg won in overtime in Chicago, but the Blues with a thriller there. Jordan Bennington, yes, he gives up the late goal, but Blues were caught in a line change, and he only gives up two goals in the game. So when Bennington has a bad game, or not a bad game, but it, you look back and say, ooh, I wish he hadn't given up that goal. You look at the final tally and still say, well, it's, it's only two goals. So the Blues continue to be red hot. They've got Chicago on the road tomorrow night, then Thursday at home to Philly, Saturday at home to Vancouver. I want to say Saturday's going to be a mess downtown in a good way because the Cardinals are playing during the day Saturday. The Blues are playing early afternoon on Saturday. So you got a lot going on downtown. Blues cards both at the same time. Friday, both are scheduled to be off. Although we've been hinting at it, the Cardinals could in fact play the home opener on Thursday. Hey, Schnooks, one of our great sponsors of this show, of this station, and they also bring in the High School Athlete of the Week. You can vote online at 590thefan.com. Get that Matt Carpenter salsa this year with the... Spicy. Is it the Moho Rojo? Mo, the Mojo. Mojo, Mojo is the overall name, right? Yes. But this year there's a spicier Spicy. version. They have the original still on sale, but yes, I guess uh, Matt in the offseason went back into the kitchen and created a, a spicier version of this salsa. And he did tell me in Milwaukee that he's going to be eating it all year. Last year it sort of famously got him going. We don't want to say the dreaded slow start because it's only five games. He was a little spicy yesterday, wasn't he? Correct me if I'm wrong, but when they when they got it last year, they took it from Carpenter's recipe that he was making out of like the garden that Wayne yeah. Wright had built for him. So here's my question: Did they get Matt Carpenter approval on the spicier recipe? Yes. So it is his. It is I think his he's recipe. on board with this. Okay, yes. You're trying to make sure we're not you know changing things out of his approval. I'm just I'm just clarifying also that maybe he's. Going to be digging in on that salsa sooner. You don't want to get off to a slow start, although a lot of the batters are off. If too. your name's not Goldschmidt or Colton Long, you're, you're off, off to, to a, a slow, slow start. start. It's now 64 strikeouts through five games. The 2013 Astros, Brian pointed out, had the previous record, right, yes. for most strikeouts. And four years later, they won the World Series. All right. So four years from now. So in eight years we have a cup and four years we have a World Series. The Cardinals are very much on pace to set the monthly record in baseball history for strikeouts. Our over-under yesterday that we set was 11 and a half. And that was eclipsed in the eighth inning. And to be fair, 17, they went extra innings. However, after nine, what was it? What was it? Nine? 14-ish? Probably. I think it might have been 15. I think I might have done the numbers after the ninth inning. So they're striking out a lot. Yeah. But the point oh, yeah. is. A whole lot. But the point is, you can go to Schnooks and get some salsa. You can also order online, schnooksdelivers.com. Have them bring the food to you. And make sure you get that app. It really helps when you're shopping. Whatever items you're looking for, you can organize your entire shopping list. Download that and sign up for the rewards program. You will get money back. Schnooks that. never strikes out, Martin. Ooh. Schnooks always makes contact. Ooh, Schnooks never strikes out. It might come off as anti-Cardinal, which they would not approve of. Oh, no. We're no. not saying that. We're, we're pro-offense. Yeah, this is our baseball lexicon promoting schnooks. And Triad Bank brings you take it to the bank. You can text into the show 
And we'll read those tomorrow. 855-282-8255. 855-282-8255. I think our original question was, I think the text line. would I anybody complain about moving the opener to Friday? I think very, very few. And if you were the Cardinals, would you just go ahead and make that move as soon as as possible. Would you still make it a day game on Friday? Yes. Okay. That 3 o'clock. Home opener vibe. needs to be a day. I hate yes. home openers at night. No, I think they would definitely keep you it. You can get nice uh, gassed up for the uh, for the home opener for the Friday. It's not working Saturday, most people. Gassed up means like prepare, yeah. get your notes out, yeah. and foam finger. Triad Bank, take it to the bank. And if you want to go to Triad Bank, they're on Clayton Road, west of Lindbergh. It's in Frontenac. On the web, it's triadbanking.com. It's real simple. People from St. Louis started a bank. It was in 2005, and since then they have grown with their operation, and they can provide great banking services to you, which includes expanding your business. So you're a business owner, and you need a loan, so you go to the bank. Well, who better to talk to than folks that are based in St. Louis? That's the benefit there. It's not a New York decision. It's not an L.A. decision. It's right here in St. Louis. Triadbanking.com on the web or stop by in person. Ask for Jim Ragnar or anybody on the team there at Triad Bank, located in Frontenac, Missouri. We we checked. It's not in Frontenac, Illinois, no. although there is a Frontenac, Illinois, but it's not located there. No. It's Six, in Frontenac, Missouri. 618 chiming in saying, yes, move it today, opening day, or the home opener, rather. And that's the argument. You want as much notice. A lot of folks traveling will want to know so they can alternate their plans. Hotels, when they you know hit the road, or maybe they want to change some, something, like a dinner plan. So, yeah, move it today, which I'm for. Also, I'm also for because there should be no Fridays off during the baseball season. I think they season. have another one this April. Yes, there should always be a game on a Friday. I hate that. I think it's just sprinkling all these days off, right? They have added days off as part of the union agreement. I guess But so. the Friday thing is weird. Baseball should be played on a Friday. Apparently Comic-Con is uh, this weekend, too, 314. Let's not forget all the nerds downtown all weekend for Comic-Con. Oh, I- I wouldn't say that. <laughs> That's the 314. Of so the, course. The Comic, Comic Con also going on, in addition to Blues hockey and Cardinal baseball. We'll talk to Kenny Wallace when we come back here on 590 The Fan.